Good morning, welcome to another episode of AM, the the podcast that nobody asked for about the fucking silly pirate show that everyone is either an animal or a clone. I don't know if I'm real. I don't know if Matt's real, but he's here today with us. How are you feeling? Are you, just, you, do you think I you're just, you? Eh, sometimes. Sometimes I feel like a yellow monkey. There you go. Existential um, crisis. Yo, See, Jake, I, it's not that bad. Also, just piggybacking off of this uh i forgot bulk up is a tm in this generation again mm-hmm. and uh, uh guess who can learn him crocodile yeah crocodile stupid with pro- with with fucking power trip i'm selling no crocodile stupid because he's either got moxie or intimidate so like you don't lose out on whatever ability he has yeah. like he's just kind of, he's built stupid like he is good forever that's fine i'm cool i'm cool with it <laughs> that's our off-camera conversation might get some on camera um so, I want to ask a couple questions first before we really get into this, because this is a really, really, really big chapter. There is three really major things. Um, did you scroll past when they said it was ending and get, like, the after credits version of this chapter? Yeah. That was, I was, I that was. That was a game changer. That was. <laughs> that is, that's, I had to go, because I wanted to make sure I was not tripping. And no, I you was, thought like, it was fake? well i first thing i had to do and i do want to start here because this is a this is a post-credit kind of scene thing but it's so huge and it's why i texted you i was like oda is just a simple genius because your boy writes a lot but he always writes vague little things seem like really big deals that last three four panels whatever you want to chalk it up to a it shows that like A, there's, there's, I think there's, I want to keep, keep, keep it, my, my, my moral for today's episode is keep it simple, stupid. There's a bigger oh, no. deal here that the Goro say and Akainu don't talk. Um, and that's revealed by the fact Kizuru was with him and Akainu was unaware of where Kizuru was literally like four chapters ago, five chapters ago. Yeah. Your boy just dropped the name and I had to go Google to make sure I'm like, have we ever gotten one of these fuckers' names? Or have they just always been grouped into the group? And everywhere I could find on the internet, and everywhere I was trying to make sure going back to my One Piece memory, we have never heard these, never have these motherfuckers, their names once ever been said. I don't remember if they... I was able to confirm. This is the first yeah. naming of any Gorosei member. That's pretty insane. That's a thousand plus chapters in a group that literally runs the world that, that we have around. had exposure to since chapter, I think what's right after Alabaster is our first time. 233 is the first time we see. And what was the chapter today, Matt? Uh, 1072. <laughs> is this 1072? I think this is 1072. 1073. Oh, 1073. Okay. And you <laughs> yeah, said it was sorry. what, 223 this time we saw them? 233. 233. It's almost 900 chapters. Like yeah, about 900 ish chapters later, we get a name. <laughs> it's like you ever, you ever introduce a character and you're like, I have no idea. I don't know who the fuck this is yet. Uh, maybe in, ask me in 20 years. I don't know. Doc. Which that's a crazy thing to think. I don't know what to do with this guy yet. Ask me in 20 years. Is the dog six years ago? We thought one of these niggas was Sanji's dad. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, totally right. Because he had the he had the curly eyebrow. And block, like, this is what makes, by the way, and there's a couple things in this chapter. This is why, and it's an entirely different skill, which is why I think it's an unfair thing to compare. Like, so you should never compare someone like Oda or any mangaka to somebody like take quote take whoever you want to say is your prolific writer, right? Like, I'm just using yeah. Stephen King to be generic here. Stephen King does have to make all of his imagery through words. Oda gets to play around with some writing techniques that is not are not available to Stephen King because he has pictures. So, like, and we're going to get into our episode of Moy of whose son is it? Because that storyline is bolstered by the fact of we have pictures. And when those two characters were introduced, we all looked at it and said, well, we don't get a lot of cool designed characters in One Piece. Oda draws Goofy. So yeah. the one one of the cooler looking characters were like, well, he didn't, he didn't hit that. I don't know what he did, but he didn't hit that. What, what, what was, I guess, let me keep it, keep here just on the bonus part. What was your reaction to a getting the bonus part and B the reveal of the name. Um, and then I guess the incident, which I went, Oh shit. I, well, the bonus stuff is like, I usually scroll. Cause I'm like, Oh, sometimes he does like a, one more page after after let's go for the colors because the color especially now the coloring matters a lot more especially with like awakened zones and when luffy first hit gear fifth yeah like the coloring panels matter a lot more well i mean that's just like someone i don't those aren't in the magazine those are just like oh, coloring it damn. but rip sorry sorry brother rip um or maybe i'm full of shit i have no fucking idea I mean, they nailed the white immediately, so I I always assumed it was correct, but yeah, no, I uh, I was like, yeah, I thought it was pretty crazy. I I'm curious what the Goro say are, are doing. <laughs> the Goro say are like, we need to go fucking handle shit. Well, one of them at least. One of them is going to sink Egghead into the ground for into the ocean. Now, do yeah, we... I didn't. Yeah, fuck, that's so crazy. Do we think so? Obviously, um, Vegapunk's relationship is is above the world government's head because I don't. While we don't have confirmation of that for a kind of aspect, I don't think Kizaru is really familiar with him, the, the, <clears throat> which suggests why he asked the question he did. <clears throat> Excuse me, which is basically saying like, "Yo, you ever met homie?" Like, the guy who literally makes all of our weaponry and is the smartest man in the world. You know, like, you ever, like, talked to the man? Like, seen him face-to-face? Shook his hand? Anything? Um, uh, once. Long time ago. <laughs> now, I think the long time ago, uh, I'm going to say my my moral of today's episode is keep it simple. Keep stupid. it simple. Keep it simple. I think the long time ago is when Vegapunk turned over the Stussy model. Because CP0 directly works under the Gorosei as well, just like the Admirals. And so one I of Vegapunk's that... bargaining yeah, was... chips could be, hey, look what I have. And they went, oh, fuck. Well, that's 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 cool. Where can we use it? She could be an agent. Well, I wonder if I I wonder if like the Gorosei were either like. I wonder if they were, they were aware of it. Oh, uh, be. of her yeah because she wasn't meant to be a cp0 agent 
I mean, they I, would have to know of her though. If she's a if she's a rock pirate, I kind of I would be shocked if there was anybody on that crew of any notable status that the girls say is not aware and or have pretty knowledge on a lot of knowledge on. They're kind of like S tier fucking like. How'd you phrase it? Maybe. I, I would be shocked if somebody on that crew was like low key enough they got away with it. Like Usopp is somebody like even though Luffy's an emperor, the girl say mm-hmm. may not give a fuck about Usopp or really even know about him. Same with Chopper, right? Yeah. But the Rock Pirates was kind of, even from the Straw Hats or the current emperors, kind of a different beast. No, I I agree. I I wonder if. I mean, I I don't know if they knew about Stu- Stussy though. Stussy, what do I? Uh, what do I call her Stussy, Stussy but I'm not gonna Stussy. act like that's right. right. I'll wait for the I'll wait for that name to be pronounced by somebody who speaks the language naturally, and I will defer to them because they probably know better than I do. I'm gonna say Stussy. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, why Why not, brother? Because it rhymes um, with bussy. Anyway, keep going. Bussy. <laughs> good old bussy uh, um anyway uh yeah i i like to think that stussy uh, he, vegapunk was able to pull one over like if you sneak someone in as like a low level cp agent mm-hmm. right isn't that's not that hard you know um also it, stussy, stussy might have made a deal with the world government to like work for them in some capacity in the past and then like vegapunk went okay we'll just swap you uh and then you can go run off and do whatever and then the 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 clone makes her way up to a a cp0 agent because <laughs> she drops the line she was like i was never i that was not my intention to become a cp0 agent that's just how it worked out um anyway <laughs> here we are it's also not they also sorry. make a point they also make a point like when they go to like ask her for help they were like by asking her for help you are or by asking help from this person you are compromising them to the world government so oh, that's true yeah okay. i, I wonder fair. if like or compromising them to the navy or whatever you know like um so i wonder if he was able to pull a fast one on the world government because i'm like the rock pirates are still kind of in mystery lucci had no idea who she was like a lot oh, of i don't stuff. think anybody is supposed i, I, I think I the think rock I, pirates are supposed to be excuse me deleted yeah. from history yeah and unless you are specifically the girl say the fleet admiral and like garp only because he was there Mm. I'd argue, I would argue even the current admirals don't really know about the rock. Well, see, that's going to be weird because Sengoku did say it pretty casually, but it was retired Sengoku who don't give a fuck, uh, who just literally gave that information to a room full of fucking Marine soldiers who were like, what the fuck am I going to do with that info? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. It's like being told, like, yeah, you know, the three biggest terrorists of our time? Well, they used to all be homies, and they was under a bigger terrorist, and it's like, I'll just, I'll just uh, Brother, <laughs> what did you say? I'd like what to hand in say? my resignation. I don't, I, don't, I don't want this job anymore, please. 
no, um, no, no, you gotta go to work, homie. Sorry. I also did like the um in like some very quick power scaling is I do think while Stussy was a rock pirate, um, I don't think she was one of like the monsters, which is an interesting dynamic on the crew because if she was like the other ones we've seen, I don't think she'd have an issue fighting Luchi or Kaku. But she specifically wanted to take them out in a way that was not direct, not direct hand-to-hand combat or a direct fight. She's like, look, yeah. I know you're both strong. I'm not doing this shit regularly. I'm gonna take you out this way and go take a nap. So I don't think that she even though eat. she's a rock pirate, I don't think she is like a Kaido Big Mom Whitebeard part oh, of the crew. No, 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 no. I I kind of didn't think she would be. I I like the idea that she kind of fights like Robin, like mm-hmm. an assassin. Yeah. You know? I think that's kind of rad. Also, like the idea of putting on dude. That's metal. Putting on sea stone lipstick and then biting someone. That's pretty crazy. I I wasn't I it makes me wonder if sea stone works on artificial double devil fruits. <laughs> or if she's like a dead race that's like, you know, hey, I'm a vampire. Yeah, the teeth. Okay, so she is legit just a fucking vampire. I like had some skepticism, and if that was like a mutated power or not a um, original thing, but I do think she just dead ass has vampire teeth. Uh, the sea stone is a really cute trick. Um, well, wait, no, I mean that could be a that could show that she's really strong, because remember, sea stone while it weakens some people, like if you have a strong hockey. Or conquerors hockey, you can kind of fight through Sea Stone. I think that, or at least I think I've interpreted that, and even more so with this chapter, is I think that's more of a conquerors hockey thing versus. Um, that's why, I like Luchi and Kaku, still basically, yes, Stussy is strong enough to also still pierce them with it. But I think the Sea Stone weakening you is for pretty much everybody that is not a conqueror. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I don't know if she has a double fruit, mainly because I'm gonna say no, only because she's using the sea stone. But she's using the sea stone as a weapon. Paper arts heartbreak after image. Like chapter here. She 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 got the jump on Lucci. That's you know, the other. So that like was that's that's what tells me she's not weak. Oh yeah, no, she definitely she, not weak. she out assassinated. Lucci, she out assassined Lucci, you know, and that's that's not it's it's Lucci. <laughs> you don't, yeah, no, it's <laughs> like you don't you don't get the jump on him. So your boy is that's well, that's why it was I brought up last week that I was like it was it was weird to me that she did take out Kaku so easily and like Lucci was. I said Lucci was scared last week because I'm like, okay, well, she's a rock pirate. That's why I'd be scared because mm-hmm. even if he doesn't know she's a rock pirate, all the rock pirates, I'm assuming, we talked about it uh, either last week or the week prior, they all either had Conqueror's Hockey or they at least all had just like that presence, right? Even if they're not using it on you, like you just, you see any of them and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to die. Yeah. And so um, now while this chapter, I no longer think she's that. Uh, she did 
Man, she is a yeah, she's just a full on bat bitch. The here. Interesting. Yeah, finding France Gridwin stupid. Interesting. Um trying to reread something here really quick. Uh yeah. Uh two once once again on keeping it simple, stupid, is Lucci is a cool character, and I think there's a lot of characters we are going to see. Um, even we kind of go a little far in this chapter that Oda just either either Oda acknowledges that <clears throat> he or he understands that we all really like, and so they can kind of get some more cameos because he is going to have to fill out spots here for this final saga. Yeah, and or there's characters he like. Um, you've brought it up a bunch before where Buggy was probably not intended to be the character he turned out to be. But your boy just likes drawing Buggy, and he needed yeah. this kind of jokey character. And he was like, "Fuck yeah, it could be Buggy. It's not going to do anything to the world." He Even loves to the point Buggy. now, like Buggy's an emperor, and none of us, none of us are like, "Oh shit, Buggy's a part of like the final game plan or this or that or the third. It's like, no, we know why Buggy's an emperor, and it's the two scary motherfuckers behind him. Yeah. Um. And so if Oda likes to do that, fine. Like I said, he sits in a box. He's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, yeah, let my man let my man live. I do love more and more. By the way, New World Zoro is just a fucking badass. Like we don't get a lot of Zoro moments, and I understand that. And so every time we get them, I'm taking full fucking advantage. Uh, right now in the anime, they're about to do the him versus King fight, which I'm hyped as fuck for. Uh, especially with the animation up quality that they've been rolling with so far. Like I'm, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. Do we? Oh, I wanted to ask this, and this is because I know we're going in a weird order here. But we went from the ending to now we're at the beginning of the chapter. If Vegapunk can sneak Stussy in, do you think then that the chain of command for the Seraphim is not actually the Gorosei at the top? Hmm. Like, do you think Vegapunk actually like he is told and quote unquote like? He has some kind of override safe word where he oversteps them. Yeah, probably. Right. It'd be like, a weird thing if you're gonna sneak if you're gonna sneak someone like her in, given her who she comes from and what she is now, and you put her, she's made it up to where she is a direct subordinate of them. It's like I'm not going to be totally shocked if you, you know, if you already had this power play in your book, which you didn't want to use <clears throat> when they literally came to your island, started shooting down shit and literally broke one of you. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, no. fuck. Well, can't call Scopper. So let me call her. Scopper, the man, the myth. Should stay the myth. Um, Stays the, no way. You're talking about the end game. And then we get the Seraphim still blowing shit up. And this is where, once again, I said, this was one of those Zoro moments that, like, I just love. And it's real simple, but Oda knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Uh, mm -hmm. We 
probably won't actually get Zoro versus Mihawk round two. That's another one of those things. I just don't know where it fits in realistically. Yeah. Um, but this was a cool, this is a cool fucking panel. Because Zoro saw... Zoro saw a kid, Seraphim, Mihawk, and was like, I'm going to fight him. Because <laughs> your boy like literally saw Hancock shooting lasers, Kuma shooting lasers, and... You got one more, right? Uh, let me see if I'm wrong. And Jimbe, your boy saw three saw three motherfuckers shooting lasers. They were like, "Oh, we gotta stop him!" And he saw Mihawk pick up a sword, and he was like, "I got it." He's <laughs> like, nah. lasers. I can't do shit with that, but I could do this." Um, so shout out, to, shout out to Zoro. We we now nah, this is interesting too, and I don't know if this is just over over going too much into the line. But he says you actually have a spark of humanity still. Yeah. There, there is there actually is a spark of humanity in there. I, I uh, don't know how deep we want to go in on that line, but that feels like a potentially maybe, more there. Yeah. They're like, oh, these guys are humans. Like these guys are a little more than just like robot killing machines. Man. Which then they finally get him to calm down. This and was once... this is, this was the part that I was like a little confused on. It was the Jesse couldn't stop them because her authority level is the same as Lucci's. So are you if one CP zero gives an order, you have to wait until somebody else supersedes them who can tell but, them to stop. Yeah, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. Because uh, Kobe was able to get them to stop. I'm assuming Kobe gave the order. So maybe it's like if the same person doesn't give the order. That was the only part I was a little like, why can't? Oh, you just, just can't. Oh, you can't override his orders. You can't, but they're on the same level. So that's a weird one. Um, yeah, I don't I'm know. If that, sure. I don't know if that's translated weird or if that's just like a mistake. Or maybe Stussy can't give orders because she's not a real... I mean, she's a clone. Yeah, what would be the point of not being able to override like the last person if they're on your level? Maybe maybe it has to do with the translation. Like, only Lucci could give orders. Maybe, because it's... Cause it's... It feels intentional only because the next part is literally them trying to attack still. And so they're obviously, she's obviously is not able to do what she wants. But I would agree that maybe that is just a. Yeah, that could be a translation thing. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's kind of strange. Yeah. Well, we just, we just, I told you, I'll pay you niggas to learn Japanese. Like, I'm. I I am annoyed. That wouldn't kind of annoy me. So, 
and I understand we are reading, we, we go and read scans and we're lucky that we even get it this early, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not sure anybody on TCP scans, anybody that's, I don't know issue. if it's I don't know if it's like an Oda issue or just a translation thing because it could have been in like a past chapter of like oh Lucci has Lucci gives the order right and so only Lucci has access to giving orders to the Seraphim because I didn't see Kaku doing it I don't remember Kaku giving orders um so maybe it's maybe, maybe it's because. Lucci's in charge of the mission that he has the authority. But even that's weird because he specifically tries to take out Sentamaru and then just re-give orders, even though technically Sentamaru, while he was passed out or incapacitated, wasn't like his orders weren't overwritten. We're not <clears throat> he would not be able to overwrite his orders because he's not high enough on the pecking scale. Which... Well, well, I mean, Sentamaru is above Lucci. He's above right? Lucci. So that's why Lucci was like, I'll just take him out. And then, like, he ha they have to listen to me. Well, um, that's the thing, though. But how do you still the order? He wasn't technically, like, gone, I guess, is where I'm coming from. Like, he wasn't gone from the situation entirely. Like, if the girl is standing in a room and they say, yo, Seraphim, do this. And, like, well, now we have one name. We Saturn. Gosh, if they're on their nectar planets. If Saturn punches fucking Jupiter in the face and then says, nah, do this, like, it's a weird... Yeah. It's definitely a weird system. Um, I do love the... Uh, I found... Oh! What? Do you think Stussy travels with the crew? Because they oh, just threw her ass, they just threw her ass on there, like, "Yo, you coming too, bitch? Let's go." Well, she's the she's the tenth crewman. Oh Jesus! Did you know that Stussy? Well, what about Vegapunk? Oh my God! Please. <laughs> oh, and here's the here we go. We got into One Piece theory land, and this ain't one of ours, but this is what the internet's been going crazy about. So the internet basically has decided, and there's validity to it. Uh, somebody's a traitor. And that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, CP0 got in so easily. And it looks even more like a traitor because one of CP0 was literally on Vegapunk's side. So the idea is now that, number one, the inner is essentially convinced he is the traitor, which is why he is just conveniently missing after all this pops off. Uh wait, you think someone one of the Straw Hats is a traitor? No, the Vegapunks are a traitor. So number one, who's got like that spacesuit, yeah. he's the one that went missing. Stella, right? Was that the fuck they called uh -huh. him? Oh, main Stella body has vanished. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought that was uh, that's or that's supposed to actually be him. That's just Vegapunk, yeah. I don't okay. think he's a traitor. He's with wherever Bonnie got sent. That Kumapa could have sent them literally into a different series. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you... uh, yeah, I read that. Bonnie, okay, I read... Bonnie and the main Stella body are missing. Okay, I don't even think they're missing. Okay, then, then if that's...
Correct. Then I'm not even assuming them is missing. I'm just assuming they everybody doesn't know what that room is that they're in. But I would assume they're still in that same room with the Kumapa. And we'll revisit that conversation for the 37th time in one arc. You're so mad. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I, I'm not mad. I just want resolution on that story because I feel like the longer, oh, which by the way, uh, we did not point out last week into, yes, our fault, uh, did not point out, yes, those are Kuma's real ears. I didn't realize that was as big a deal as it was online to everybody else, but I guess. Are they the, real ears? I thought it was just his hair. He's not wearing a hat. And so oh. those are his actual bare ears. Some oh. reason. Exciting. Now, some people think, and once again, because we all have too much time for this shit, some people think like the fruit literally morphed his ears because they're like, well, what if the original person who wanted the fruit clearly wanted to be like a bear? And Kuma used that power because he knew Vegapunk to make intangible things tangible. So it's like, yeah, you eat a, basically the bear bear fruit because I think it's <laughs> called the pawpaw fruit to us, um, which see, they should have never let niggas read. <laughs> there's so much shit like you can literally go down like the most fucking terminal toxic deep holes of one piece on like reddit twitter the internet in general because yeah. now we can't believe any fruit is called what it is because there's no gum gum fruit so that means just because we call it one thing does not mean <laughs> that's what it actually is Did you which know, you know what that opens the infinite possibilities of bullshit uh-oh, here comes the internet. So the One Piece fandom's lit. It's having no, a great time. They, like, they the One Piece fandom is by far not the worst. Um, but we ain't the best either. No. <laughs> it's definitely not the I don't know what the best is because a it's lot of y'all are the, it's not One Piece fans. It ain't One Piece. It ain't Attack on Titan. I'm still fighting y'all motherfuckers. It ain't fucking you know who might actually have like the best fan base for an anime? I feel like they're just pretty like low-key and modest. It might be Pokemon. Like the show obviously is not quote unquote like the Wait, you quality think Pokemon of the... fans are the are the if they, and, and Pokemon anime fans. I think there's a difference. Oh yeah, they're fine, yeah. Although I think there were a bunch of themselves. Them. Dude, there was there they were pretty there was a huge uproar from them though because in the most recent episode, Ash got to have a battle with Misty. And Misty used uh, a water type, and Ash used not Pikachu, or what the internet is calling Gotachu. Uh, and so Ash uses Corefish, and Ash loses to Misty. You know what that means, Justin? That means Ash is no longer the best trainer in the world. Because... Oh. Because because the internet is like, how could Ash lose to Misty? Because all of and us when Misty just ran Charmander into the ground, lost to Misty when we were 10. I'm like, I'm like, ugh, you guys are so annoying. It's, okay, that's yeah. Because I take it also, back, Pokemon fans. They're Don't also dumb because they also forgot that Misty's goal was to be the best water type trainer in the world. That was Misty's goal <laughs> to be a water type master. So, of course, she would win in a water type battle. But, you know, I'm just, 
they don't they didn't watch the fucking original because they're all 10 they don't know <laughs> they just watched pikachu win and they were surprised that ash didn't use pikachu in a fucking whatever fight and just yeah. like that <laughs> and just like that there is no such thing as a good fandom they're all they all suck that's that's facts that's that's really really facts that's why i'm gonna rant here for like 30 seconds so we're gonna move on to sphinx that's why i don't think that certain i've said i've said this before i don't think you should be allowed to talk to other or talk down on other fan bases if you just simply haven't existed as long a new you can't call i guess essentially you can't like Chainsaw Man, for example. I can't call their fan base a shitty, even though I think they are trending towards it at a thousand miles an hour. Oh, yeah, man. You ever see a train, like, <laughs> barrel for a fucking, like, car on the tracks? Holy but, shit. But they've it's only got, exciting. like, 10, 11 episodes or however much season one was, right? It's like, I'm not willing to, like, dive you into the ground yet. Or I'm like, okay, you guys oh, got some I, time. I am. I'm but about that. don't talk to the fan bases that have been here for literal years, decades, like... Yeah, like I'm like, oh, what these fans are like this, motherfucker! You've been around for a season. You don't get yeah, to talk you, shit to one of these fans who've been trugging through this shit show for twenty plus years. You don't get this shit show like, and and, like, and I and I get my fair share of licks off against it um, about the the downfall of my childhood and Dragon Ball, but motherfucker, I've been here since '97. Like, don't talk to me about like, oh, your once my one season was animated beautifully, bitch. I was on like Unreal Engine one. Okay, like I got motherfucking claymation Goku out here trying to scream his fucking heart out. He's doing his best. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're mad? Just fucking. Like these niggas were still drawing like panel by panel and doing fucking flip art to get animation to work correctly. Oh no! So I don't want to hear about fuck yeah, Attack on Titan season one's animated. Of course it is. Fucking course it is. And guess what? Your 2022 Tesla works better than my fucking 1963 Ford Bronco. Yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> who'd have thought? Uh, let's yep, go to Sphinx. Um, this is what I do like about Sphinx. You know what? This is another thing that I think is um, a character that obviously Whitebeard's important to the story, um, but I think there is enough momentum around Whitebeard that I think he is going to get the most exposure of the former rock pirates uh, because I think he's just the most popular of them. And I think Oda's aware of that. And so because Oda's aware of that, uh, he's not, I don't think we're good for the people that are like, oh, we didn't get enough of Kaido. We didn't get enough of Big Mom. Uh, I don't think we're going to get any more of them because I think there was, Oda wrote the story he wanted to for them. And because the feedback was like, okay, they are who they are. Love it, hate it. Otherwise, I, I can leave them alone. I've already written their story, and they'll probably, you know, show up in some flashbacks as we get rocks. Mm. Whitebeard, people liked. So every now and again, he's like, okay, I don't think they're necessary tie-ins, but it's an easier way probably as an author to ease you into this new thing. If I'm like, and it works for idiots like me. I could just say Whitebeard's name, and I know you're going to read the next panel with excitement. Versus yeah. if I say Big Mom's name, you're going to be like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so we get, and this is also brilliant. I texted this earlier, and I was like, we've talked several times about, like, how does Weevil find his way back into the story? 
This is one of the simplest this and easiest ways to introduce him. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Your boy is your boy only thinks about one thing, and that's his daddy. And yeah. This was Oda's best attempt at uh redrawing, I forget his name, but the whiskers fuck who steals Nami's treasure all the way back in Arlong. This is Is uh, it the same guy? No, nah, this just looks like what I'm assuming to be his friends, because they all just look like fucks. Like none of them look like none of them look like they are going to be a returning character. <laughs> but I don't think the whiskers man has been a returning character either. So this is Oda being like, I need the most fugliest looking. I don't even know if Oda yeah. knew them. He might have given this to a guy and been like, hey, like, I just need some hey, ugly looking Marines. Draw, just draw a fucking <laughs> asshole. And they were like, got it. And he'd be a cat. And they were like, and he went, uh, yeah, fuck it. Uh, okay. What if he was a weasel? So I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most successful manga author in the world. I don't give a f- fuck how you draw him (laughs) (laughs) and then oda oda is like everyone in the world thinks i'm nice that's i know why you're about you're you're about to learn why i'm not now draw him and then like i'll be real on the forehead and he went home to his wife i'll be real with y'all if they find out Oda was doing some fuck shit, I'm not sure if I'm going to cancel him or One Piece. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> I'm I'm a little too invested at this point. I, <laughs> I'm like, it's uh, got to be really bad. And be like, well, did he just do it once? It's like the kind of questions I'm going to be asking. <laughs> like, well, he learned his lesson. Obviously, that was all the way back in Wano. We're like ten arcs removed from that. This now. is this is why I'm like, let let One Piece finish and then try to tell me shit. <laughs> um. I know that Wano ends in on volume 105, and we might get that in America this year. Uh, and then I'm about to do a big One Piece buy. So, Amen. Um, since we get shitty Marines coming to Whitebeard's home, which this is one of those, once again, very simple thing. It makes sense. Um, most people, ironically, just assume all the big pirates have treasures when aren't honestly their biggest treasures literally just the poneglyphs and -hmm. whitebeard i don't think has like a treasure behind um he was not a like they weren't money obsessed versus the i thought uh, weevil i thought weevil was looking for whitebeard's treasure well the mom the mom was looking was looking for whitebeard's treasure correct i just don't but i also don't think you know they'd had the best commutative relationship and so I think what she also envisions as like, oh, now, let me phrase this better. I think the Marines came here looking for re- regular treasure because I think the stereotype behind all big pirates and none of these fuckers look like they were ever sent out on a mission to go hunt down Edward Newgate. They um, were not sent on a mission to go <laughs> fuck with Marco. Yeah. And so... They obviously are just going off the perception and the perception, you know, even like with the theme of the the entire story, it's like, oh, Roger has this really shiny treasure. No one thinks Roger's treasure is shiny anymore unless you just think that he's a traditional pirate or a traditional pirate story, right? Yeah. Um, Versus the mom did say something different this time, which is, uh, she said the, I believe she specifically calls it the inheritance, Mm -hmm. um, which I think means something slightly different, and she would know what Whitebeard's inheritance would be versus a traditional treasure. Marines are here for regular treasure, and like good guys, they point guns at kids. Um, 
I do Damn. love that we are getting a lot more of the non-government islands, like that becoming a much bigger theme in this final arc, yeah. because it will help differentiate what goes down. So, like, if they pulled up to Sphinx, like we talked about the admirals going all out. Well, you can go all out on a non-government affiliated island because nothing matters there to in yeah. their terms. Um Egghead lost its government affiliation, right? That was they basically swore off. It wasn't that you said they yes. essentially swore off Vegapunk, so they're like, fuck it, it's not us. It's no longer protected. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then we get the boy who is still fucking freakishly strong. Not that these guys are worth a shit and they're very low on the fodder scale, but this is an impressive swing, dog. He took out like six niggas with like one fucking swing. And that looks think- like no devil fruit because. Yeah, it's just. uh, He just killed the fuck out of them. <laughs> and your boy is the most dedicated son ever. He ain't even, like, dad's been dead, hasn't seen dad in how many years, mom's a little out there, and your boy is still like, this is my daddy's home, get the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody freaks out, which also, by the way, we speculated what the uh, Marines that went to go capture Mihawk, what they looked like after the fact. Your boy had a few ships on his ass too, and uh, I didn't see any of them. I didn't see any of them in this chapter. <laughs> no, I, I do think they might be a bit done, aren't? Don't you think? They might. They might be under the water potentially. They um, might be. They might be a bit fucked. Um. Then. Oh yeah, so they basically go bona fide monster, and it's like, well, yeah. Your boy is your boy f- feels like strength wise. Your boy feels like White Fear's child. Um, they call in for help, and that's when Marco checks back in real time. Um, and basically, everyone's new favorite. Uh, I loved the meme more. Mori uh, sent. I loved the meme Jake sent about Mori about White Bread and Homegirl. Sigam Mori saying, "You are the father." Yeah. She pulls up and basically says, yo, I can never say homie's first name correctly. Or I guess his <laughs> last name. Rio Q Rio Kugu. Green Bull. Green Bull. There we go. I yeah. can't say homie's name. You're I'd right. say Aramaki. I can't say his fucking last name for life. Um basically he said, Green Bull pulled up, we will got smacked around, and then they jacked him. Um what are we and- gonna do about this? And then we got, once again, in simple form, and something Oda's doing a lot more in this final setup, which is, he doesn't have to give four or five panels, or even a chapter for introduction. He can literally just start accurately telling us who people are, and it becomes a much bigger deal. Yeah. And so we just get accurately told who Homegirl is, which would have been, oh, this is my translation, bitch, earlier, is her name was, in the English translations we got, was slightly off which would have given more of a clue when Stussy was originally unveiled. Um, that one, I don't know if that's an actual... Someone was trying to explain online saying like that's an actual language barrier thing. Um, the words just don't translate correctly. Even if huh. you like have a professional translator, it's like the word just doesn't go from English to Japanese correctly. Um, hmm. 
But her name being what it was originally would have made her reveal a lot bigger of a deal. Whereas I think everybody just looked at her and said, who is this ugly little bitch? Um, oh, she is crying. Okay, I didn't realize the tears. Yeah, she's sad. Her her kid's gone. And her ex-lover. Um, well, I mean, he, who knows? I still think uh, it's a clone. I'm... It's, like, it's a clone that like she like I don't I don't know it, it's a it's a clone maybe <laughs> maybe Whitebeard's shadow is like shoved into him or something and that's why it looks now I'm gonna go with the fact that she's like go go ask Vegapunk I'm gonna go with an attempt at making Whitebeard <laughs> I so Here's my here's my thing is and this is my probably not gonna happen theory. Whitebeard was a bad dad to his first child. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right? Because all of his sons that we got to know were not his biological sons. Yeah. But Homegirl, former of the Rock Pirates. Uh, I do love that she was not only a former rock pirate, she was also a Mads member as a self-proclaimed scientist but officially confirmed freeloader yeah (laughs) i fucking love that she's a scientist but uh no one liked her (laughs) and so she was on the rock pirates presumably oh that's i had to look up because this was going to confirm my theory or not if your boy has an age uh because if your boy is 38 your boy's 35 Weevil's age is at 35. Puts him three years post God Valve. So she was on the Rocks Pirates. And she and Whitebeard had a relationship. And for the people that are like, oh, well, she looks this way. If you've, if you've seen One Piece women, they age one of two ways. They either become shocky and they look like they're 22 when they're really in their 50s, 60s. Yeah. Or they turn into Big Mom. And we've seen younger Big Mom and we've seen current Big Mom. And like- it's not just she got bigger. Most like Stussy's like seventy something. She, so she's older, but Whitebeard yeah, was at the time of death. What just to write like late fifties, early sixties? Whitebeard was in his seventies. He was like seventy something. Was he in his seventies when he died? Yeah. Thought oh, this is gonna come together quite nicely. Here we go. My shit that'll never come true. I'm ready for this. Ready, ready, internet. Whitebeard, one piece, age seventy two at the time of death. Yeah. So. Yeah. They had their own little relationship. They was doing the you know what with the who know who. Man, imagine them fucking back shots with earthquakes. <laughs> you ever just fucking think of think of those teeth. <laughs> um <laughs> so they was gay was getting it on, right? She had to leave because once they find out she's pregnant, she's she's probably not much of a fighter anymore when she's pregnant. And from what I'm assuming Zebek to be like, which is pretty ruthless considering his crew spent the whole time killing themselves, he was like, yeah. nah, get the fuck off my boat, bitch. Like, you you know, you're not you're no longer beneficial to me. Get the fuck out. You think um, she was a failed rock pirate? That's really a, funny. And Whitebeard didn't defend her, which is the other part of this. Which goes which is an interesting development, because then it could be like his part of his reasoning for wanting a family is him feeling like he fucked up with his first son 
and it's also kind of for a story purpose. It's ironic, or not ironic, what do you call it? Um, There's like a literary pattern here. He would have failed with his first son, who was biological, and the last thing he would have done is feeling like he failed his son because he let Ace die. So his life, kind of the, um, it's like the Jiraiya complex thing. Jiraiya died feeling like he just failed because like he didn't get Tsunade, he wasn't Hokage, he didn't couldn't save Rochimaru, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, yeah, but at least I got Naruto, so I just go drown at the bottom of this lake with a smile now. So, um, ah, success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then she goes to Mads because she a needs to hide somewhere. And at the time, which I think it's something that's underrated is we've gotten like three or four Mads cover pages in a row, which is very unusual for one piece. They norm Oda almost never gives us like, con- there's always continuity in them, mm-hmm. but it's almost never consecutive. Like it's very rare. We stay on one cover story for multiple weeks. So she would have gone to oh, Mads. I see what you're saying. Yeah. She would have gone to Mads because she knew of Mads at the time because Mads was making noise. She freeloads off Mads. She has the little baby. Baby's fucked up. Either the baby's born fucked up or something happens because somebody else finds out that's Whitebeard's child. We have two other examples in this story of finding out, oh shit, they have a kid. Fucking kill it. Found yeah. out Ace was Roger, found out Roger's kid. Kill that motherfucker. How do you live so long? Well, he hid behind the strongest man in the world. Okay, we can't get to him yet. Soon as we get a chance, kill that little motherfucker. <laughs> Luffy. Luffy's bounty and reputation went up, you could argue, the most dramatically because they found out, oh shit, he's Dragon Son. Kill him with fire. And it kind of got real close. Yeah. Um, so Whitebird's got a kid? Absolutely. Go fucking kill it. And the only way to have kept Weevil alive is she had to then stay with Mads because they were the only people smart enough who had have, um, and this is kind of taking away what I've been saying, which is he's Mads' first failed clone. He could fit into the slot of he's Mads' first, like they got to experiment with his body, which mm-hmm. was naturally stronger than a regular person's body because he had Whitebeard's DNA in him. And so you get Queen, Judge, Vegapunk, um, a young Caesar, and they're like, Oh, we could do all kinds of shit on this fucking kid. Like he's just, he's literally built like a tank. Um, and so that is why Weevil is a little slow because he had been experimenting on most of his life because he was probably supposed to die. And why he's all butchered up, scarred up, um, and he looks like a fucking zombie. But he legitimately could be Whitebeard's kid. And it's something even to Uh, oh, um, and it's acceptable, or like the way it didn't tick the world government off because just like Ace's mom, there would have been no way to track the direct bloodline of Whitebeard actually having a child. Mm. And because Whitebeard claimed everybody as his kid, and this lady who was low on the rock pirate totem scale, so it wasn't like they were, this is why I said if anybody was notable. They wouldn't have freaked out about her. We were just going like, yeah, I'm Whitebeard. And they looked at him and was like, he's fucking stupid looking. Like, he ain't fucking Whitebeard's kid. Like, you see, you see this fucking thing? Um, the guy, so they literally got to slide him in as a warlord. I, and that's the, the reason why I'm like, 
kind of down with him actually being Whitebeard's kid. If for whatever reason it does, that is the way it goes. The only reason I'm down with it, Justin, is because we got... Like, almost right before they revealed the Seven Warlords, like, maybe a few hundred chap, maybe about a hundred chapters before, we got fake Luffy. And so, there, you know there was a bunch of people running around just saying shit oh, post, yeah. the, post the Paramount War. So, I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be funny if we, if it's alluded to that, like, and even set up, like, this isn't Whitebeard, this kid, it's obviously a someone who's just being just fucking with the world Mm -hmm. but like uh what if he actually is i don't know i don't we don't know interesting because he is yeah we don't know anything about him he's 35 though 35 puts him three years younger than god valley which means god valley was 40 jenks is 38 isn't he i thought shanks was 38 i thought god valley was 38 years ago and that's why Shanks being 38 was like he literally lined up with it. <laughs> Let's confirm this real quick. Even even if it God Valley incident was a few was that long. Uh, 38 uh, years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's a clone. <laughs> no, and he, he don't get me wrong here. He could a thousand percent be a clone because I think the only narratively he adds, um, which I, so if he's actually Whitebeard's son, narratively he adds the, like I said in text, him and the remnants of the Whitebeard pirates pulling up for the final war because they obviously still have a grudge with the Navy and or Blackbeard because they feel like they both culminated in killing their dad. Um, and it'd also be like a neat little trope is if Whitebeard's actual biological son, because no one technically got like Mar- Marco was technically in charge, but they don't even refer to Marco as the captain when they talk with them fighting Blackbeard. They're just like, yeah, he took the remnants of the pirates and said, fuck it, let's go. Um, so if Whitebeard's actual son, and that could be the inheritance thing, like because she doesn't say treasure, she says inheritance. So in her mind, Weevil's inheritance might be the crow. Yeah. Like, that's what your dad had? You deserve that shit too, even if you look fucked up. You know, um, you know what uh she was called before the uh Stussy, like old Stussy, the original. Uh-huh. But she was going around being called before uh the big reveal. Hmm. Miss Buckin. Buckingham, yeah, yeah, and then that's why people are like, "Oh, yo, like the reveal last week was the Buckingham Stussy (laughs) title," and that's why everyone went, "Oh my God, she's still alive!" (laughs) Jay Garcia Saturn, interesting. Um, shout out to Keyser. Ah. Yeah, no, it's that's pretty wild because if it's even there's wow, that's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Say, <laughs> and all he had to do was just not say exactly who she was. Oda lied to us for literally 
Weeble's reveal now is probably like four years ago, five years uh, ago, something like that. Maybe even longer. Their, their debut was chapter chapter eight oh two. Holy shit! So it's like about thirty plus chapters a year. They're yeah, they're about six seven years ago. Yeah. So Oda just lied to us, or I'm yeah. sorry, no, he didn't lie. He just didn't tell us the full truth. Yeah, which is how this... he's literally strung us all along for a thousand and seventy three chapters of One Piece. Yeah, and it's wonderful. Not bitching here. It's fucking wonderful. I like not being told the whole truth. Oh, uh, Stussy's age, or I'm sorry, uh, Buckingham Stussy, the original, uh, is seventy six years old. So she's four older, years older than White, older than Whitebeard. Cougar. So, yeah, she's down. <laughs> like. And, she, and because it's One Piece, and this is why I said like the aging thing does matter, she could look drastic. I, I'm assuming she looked how our younger Stussy looked. You know what? You know her, what this reveal was supposed to be? It wasn't supposed to coincide with the very beginning. We got the reveal in the like when we were they were headed to Zoe. We were supposed to think Big uh, Big Mom's mom was still alive. And that's who we thought Stussy was. That that was that was the that was the sleight of hand on it. Because we had had the reveal of what was her name? Like Mother Mother Carmel? Teresa? Mother Carmel, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. like everyone went, Oh my god, Carmel is still alive and she's like hunting like these monsters down to like for some reason and so she was trying to like mm. do big mom and now she's got weevil she's just saying shit no this is way better <laughs> no it's so my only my only fear here and i want to ask how you feel about this i think was, i hate to say i keep repeating but it feels like and I don't know how I feel about the storyline. And I've said a lot lately that like Naruto has ruined a lot of things for me. I just don't want to see repeats or examples, right? It kind of feels like there is a lot of return of the rock pirates heading our way. They're obviously important. They, uh, they I said a couple months ago, they shaped the world more than Roger's pirates did. But because the rocks were deleted from history, Roger got a lot of the credit for even stuff that they would have started and or done. Yeah. But if I just... like that, I like that these monsters have existed. Like the thing with one piece that makes it different than the way Naruto ended, where I'm assuming the way you're, you're saying everybody has ocular jutsu or what it's, was, it's just, what it's the saying? return like, of like, I don't want a repeat of the legacy, right? Like, I don't love even rehab. Like, I want your villains and your heroes should be real-time heroes and villains. Don't give me... Yeah. Like, Modder was okay because he just he had the cool factor. But then when you just recycled, okay, well, your first character is Madara. Or, sorry, technically, want to go back. Obito is from a different generation. Madara is from an older generation. Then you get Black Zetsu and Kage. It's like, dog, I'm not like, let me fight people that are... Like, they did a great job with Hashirama. Hashirama showed up, showed you why he was crazy, and they took his ass out of the story. They're like, you do not get to impact two generations. You've already done yeah. your hero shit. And I wish they did that with the villains as well. And with the Rocks Pirates, the potential giant pirates coming back because kids on Elbath, the girls say who are old as fuck. Like, 
I don't just want the old guys doing stuff. What may has made One Piece so cool for so long, on top of a multitude of other reasons, is like Luffy has gotten to fight his generation. Like, and when he interacts yeah. with the old generation, there is moments there, and they kind of acknowledge, like, okay, he's got next, but he hasn't had this big fight with somebody who is not on his timeline. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel like Blackbeard is his final. This is final. Yeah, it's even if Blackbeard is like the reincarnation of rocks or whatever you want to call it, like. Or rocks hit him like hit himself in the dark dark fruit or whatever and like whatever you want to say like Blackbeard is a member of the worst generation mm-hmm. that's fact yeah. and that's always and it ever since the end of I mean it's all Blackbeard has been in the story since Drum Island so since Chopper so it's it's. I don't mind I don't mind if there's like the reveal of like well rocks has been shaping like we're talking about a monster crew right mm-hmm. a monster crew that for all intents and purposes shaped the world mm-hmm. uh was they were so monumental they rewrote how the world worked I don't mind it if the final villain is something related in that regard you know what I mean yeah I'm not like I'm not mad at it. I just I want still like I lo- I like the idea a lot of like I said he has Blackbeard like the parallel part like if, if Zebek is just chilling inside but we still get like Blackbeard's like physical persona I'm cool with that. I would not want a Blackbeard's body being discarded and Zebek's real body popping out for the last fifty hundred chapters like that would annoy me. Oh, you mean what's happening in uh My Hero Academia right now? I that's that's the thing. Like, give me like if you're going to build a story, and like legacy characters are dope. Don't me wrong. Yeah. Legacy characters, and they're really easy to get you into a story because just the potential of like, oh my gosh, what could they do was so cool for so long. This is still not their story. Like their story has already been written. Zebek's story has already been written. Yes. Is he still impacting the world? Obviously. Yeah. So much so that um it interesting, I don't know how. Oh, I got to get in the multiverse here, too. Um, I, I don't know how much it matters, but, like, Zebik's impact is so profound, not only in the characters, but he's also left such a scar that, like, every even the three previous emperors, excluding Shanks, when they died, they all thought of Roger. None of them wanted shit to think about with Zebik. Yeah. Whitebeard flashed back to Roger before dying. Pig Mom and Kaido flashed to Roger before going out, and it was like, "What did Homie do?" Like, I want the, I want the backstory. Don't worry, I want the flashback. I want to know how fucked up was he that these three people that served pretty much directly under him were so fucking terrified and so sick of it that even as monstrously strong as they were, they were like, "Yeah, I want nothing, dude. I, yeah, I am going to repulse this out of my memory. These are the we worst are. years of my life. I am." He spawned a uh, one who tried to drink himself to death and commit suicide, a woman who tried to eat herself to death, and Whitebeard, he literally just forced to have so many kids, he forgot about his own problems. Yeah, like, I mean, White Whitebeard doubled down on having a family. Yeah, like, he just... um, You know, Shiki 
did stuff. He went to a movie. He he went to a movie. <laughs> he uh, was like, I'm getting out of here. I don't want to be a part of the canon. I just want to go to a movie. And Shiki, I, Shiki tried to take over the world and then decided to play with animals in the sky for 20-something years. Uh, the other one r- ruled Pirate Island, right? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? One... I don't I remember. Literally forget it every time. I just uh, when we yeah. get back to Colby, I'll like I'll Google it again so I have it fresh in my mind. But like, yeah, right. Um, no, I I think that I think with Weevil, I think the point of that story, I wouldn't be mad if they did what they did with Don Chinjao and Sai. Uh, in Dress Rosa, where it's like. This kind of like mini arc, like these two characters or this character definitely has a life and a legacy that he's trying to live up to. It's mm-hmm. not the focal point by any means, but it is something that's happening in the background. So like the idea that, I mean, we're assuming that Weevil is getting sent to Impel Down, right? Yeah. Well, it's, I would assume so. Like, I don't know weird. where else, I don't know where else he would go, you know? Well, Greenbull uh, has him. And Greenbull doesn't exactly feel like a, a take it impel down kind of admiral. He feels kind of more of like a I'm going to kill you on the spot. Yeah. Which is why it's weird that he got kidnapped. Well, I, I figured that or just, arrested. Sorry. I figured they kidnapped. were just going to impel down. So, you know, you still have Bon Clay in Impel Down. You have Doflamingo in Impel Down. Like like I figure because we will go straight to level six. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised if like Weevil gaining independence is kind of like because he only seems to want to do what his mom says. And like, yeah, he might be he might be the uh, the son of Whitebeard or the clone of Whitebeard or whatever you want to call him. But Seriously? like Weevil Weevil going uh not doing things for the sake of Whitebeard and doing things for the sake of Weevil would be character growth that doesn't matter or affect the story at all in the long run, but is something that's happening in the background. Is his devil fruit confirmed? Right now, we currently have nine. We have nine confirmed members of the Rock Pirates. We are very close to the 10, which I normally associate with uh, (laughs) what I I normally associate with uh, uh, an emperor crew or what has been trending towards a monster emperor crew. Yeah, your boy doesn't have a um your boy doesn't have a confirmed fruit. Which one? Weevil? Yeah, they haven't confirmed anything. That's how come I'm like, hey, he might be. The only thing we know is that he was going around hunting former He killed uh, fifteen ally fifteen former allies of Whitebeard. Yeah. And they all started out as arguments. Like an argument broke out 
Like they all started out as a discussion and then argument broke out and then he just killed them. That was so, yeah, that's I mean, all we know. Um, but yeah, why so, he was allowed to be a warlord is they just they literally were like, well, he's, I mean, he was taking out pirates. Fuck it. It's good enough uh, for us. He was hunting down white beard shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, who who is the tenth rocks pirate? Because right now we have nine. It's kind of down the list again. So what? Zebic, Zebic, Whitebeard, Big Mom, Kaido, Shiki, Shiki, John, Choku, Silverax, Stussy. I'm at eight. Who did I miss? Did you count Achoku? Yes. So exclude the big five, which is the four original emperors plus Shiki. You have John, Ochoku, Silver Axe, and Stussy. Oh, Silver Axe is a different person. Okay, that's yeah. why I was like, okay. Um, yeah, Ochoku was part of the Rocky Port incident, and then people thought Silver Axe was... Like, we don't know. He doesn't even have like a page because we don't know anything about him. <laughs> what does, when is his name brought up? Uh, I think it's brought up in when they're talking about the rock pirates initially at Reverie. And they're like, yeah, Shiki, John, Silver Axe, and Achoku were all notorious pirates that were part of uh, part of White, part of the Rock's crew. As well as yeah, official English name Wang Ji is Ochoku. You know, yeah. and it'll it'll never but he's, but he's dead, presumably, right? Like Blackbeard yeah. said he killed him. I Okay. Another um, reason why I'm like, I don't know if Rocks is the reincarnation. The um I'm interested to know if not interested, no, I'm sorry. They won't do it, but the same way we've talked about, like, if the first Great Ninja War got an OVA, like, it'd be a really sick OVA. I almost wish God Valley got an OVA, and Oda just gave it, like, all we got was the fallout. Like, treat it like the Aokiji Akainu incident. Like, mm. we just get the fallout of it. We don't ever get to really see it, but it'd be a really fucking cool OVA. Just give me, like, an hour-long OVA of just Gart pulling up and going, I right, it's on. Gart, by the way, can we? I just, and I, you know, I am so conflicted on this fight because it has all of the cool factor, but I just think it's bad for the story. Your boy is so geeked up, and I watched a little YouTube short on this. It's like you got to realize, like, because all these characters are very aware of who they are in the world, especially when you're strong as fuck. You're very yeah. aware of who you are in the world. So they're like. Sengoku looked at it and said, Alright, I gotta beat an emperor. What do I need? Okay, I need all three admirals. I need this, any available warlord. I need about a million bodies of fodder. I want home field advantage. Uh fuck. I need the pacifista too. Uh, I need some cheap shots. I need a deception strategy. Uh, what else do we got? Like anybody, like, whatever we got, Kong, I need Joe ass out of retirement if it gets real bad. You know, tell Ian get the weapon ready. Like, we could just send this bitch up. Garp's like. Ah, I just need Helmeppo. Fuck it. Like, Doc's taking Helmeppo to go fight an emperor. 
Is Helmeppo have the most character development from his beginning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, from Axian <laughs> all the way to... Anyway, we're going to go fight an emperor now. Get, get your shit together, Helmeppo. Hey, can I do you a theory right now? Go for it. As who I think the 10th member of the Rocks Pirates were. Also, why don't we have Helmeppo with Scopper's son theories? Uh, because the internet is dumb. There you go. They both have two axes, kind of. Whatever the fuck Helmeppo's weapon's called. Yeah. Well, Axian Morgan was just trying <laughs> you, to be... He was just the adopted go. father. He was half the man that... Scopper <laughs> could have been. No one you see, Scopper is the... Gr- Scopper is Helmeppo's grandfather. Like, Duh. everybody says Big Mom's a bad mom, but at least she did technically watch her children. What? So, what if Dragon... Was the tenth member? How old is he? Fifty-three, fifty-five, fifty-five. He would have been what, like seventeen at the time of God Valley. Maybe that lines up with how old's Kaido? Kaido like, would have been about the same age. Yeah, I want to say Kaido was like sixteen, seventeen at the time. Because Kaido's yeah. only like in his fifties, right? When we see him, I. My guess is, and I'm only saying this because what if Dragon is the son of Zevik? And Kaido's 59. Yeah, so I'd put him around like, he's he's older than Dragon, but not like significantly. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, I'm torn on... <laughs> Whether Shanks should be the son of rocks or, I mean, technically, Dragon is a D still, and we know that. There's a there's people who are, uh, the controversial line right now that's going around is, uh, and it's an anime only line, so it shouldn't count. But in the anime, Garby as they're leaving Water Seven. Garp yells at Luffy and says, you're just the son of my son, you're a punk. In the manga, that line is never specifically used. He just uses the, your dad is this. Yeah. So that is a, when you brought up like what anime people argue about on their timeline or so manga readers, I just thought, ah, that's interesting. They're definitely, because if you're an anime only watcher, which I would never be for One Piece, um, that that would suck because that's something that would because the anime still has those one-liners you can go back to and be like, oh, shit, they foreshadowed it. That'd be a shitty foreshadow because it could just be wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I wonder if we talk about, like, yeah, who was at Roger's execution? Uh, Dragon was at Roger's execution. I don't know. I, I I'm going purely off of, like, we don't know anything about rocks, right? Do we think we're pretty convinced though? Like Zebek had a kid. Do we think we're pretty Probably. convinced on that? Yeah, and it could be Shanks, but realistically, it's probably like oh. I like the idea that Shanks was just. You know, how old Zebek was. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. 
Uh, we just know that he's dead. So Big Mom is 68. Man, that'd be a fucked up one. Dude, that'd be a nasty. I don't know if I want to go there. That'd be a that'd be a that'd be a little dark for Oda to go with. Yeah, right. I don't know if I'll, yeah, no, I don't want the I just it's was like, looking. It's like, just, I like I also like the idea that people were going around going like, oh, you're the like because what if Blackbeard thinks he's the son of Zebek, but like in reality, like he's not. And like it's just one of those things where he's like living up to it. That's getting kind of that's getting into convoluted one piece territory. And the, the theme of this episode is keep it simple. You know it's a fucked I, up weird aging, and I just we're talking about kids. Sparrow Sparrow's forty five. Yeah. So Big Mom was already out here fucking and sucking before she left the crew. Which I think I always kind of assumed she started the legacy of Big Mom post being a rock pirate. Nah, man. She had she had a kid. Paris Sparrow rode with rocks. rocks. Yeah. At seven years old, he saw the world end. How old how old is Paris Sparrow? Telling me he's 45. Hmm. Seven at time of God. So she would have. So she would have been twenty three when he was born. Because there's a real, and this is why I think it's. I think it's dark because I think it's nasty. But like, there is the idea that Big Mom had a kid prior to, prior to being like her set of kids that we all know. Like if she had Rock's kid. Yeah, I'm also a fucking idiot, dude. Why? Pero Sparrow and uh, Vegapunk are like they have the same kind of like DNA, or they have like the same. They're the same race, which is this long tongue. Man, look, see, this is yeah. Wait, how many minute. people did Big Mom fuck? Y'all came here last week for the crotch shots. <laughs> how many people did Big Mom fuck? When did she start fucking? Although this says he has the lick lick fruit, so maybe that has something to do with his crazy tongue. Sparrow Sparrow? Yeah. Doesn't he have this... a fucking candy fruit? Yeah, it says lick lick. But like maybe a byproduct is he has a long tongue now because of it. That's a the Paro Paro no me. How oh does Carter God. I I I hate I love it and I hate it. Uh, a paramecia that allows the user to create a manipulate candy at will, making the user a candy human. Garlic Katakuri is... That's so fucking funny. This is how you know Oda needs to, like... Wait, excuse me? Es- escape. Paro, Spar- Paro Sparrow's fruit is the Paro Paro no Mi. That means he's a Lick Lick man. His, he's, his name is Lick Lick who ate the Lick Lick fruit. I'm sorry, Paro Sparrow's 50. Yeah, he's 50. He's the first son. The eldest Kata child. Curry's 48. I mean, Kata Curry was, was 10. Well, here, how old was, uh, how old is, um, the mirror? Brulee? 
Brule, yeah. How old is Brule? Brule, One Piece, age. Homie, I am all fucked up now. How old is Brule? 43. Okay, so here, I'll, I got it for you. He's five? Uh, oh my god! So I, I'll tell you right now. Um, Big Mom was not... A, Big Mom would leave her kids on whole cake. There's a scene, remember, where Brule is like being attacked in the streets. Uh-huh. And Katakuri has to save her. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone try to touch Big Mom's kid? They all had like some weirdo tragic stories for their mom being a monster. You see what Scott I'm Curry was made fun of too, and like there's it's kind of like you see, like why why would anybody try to attack a big mom child? I've also seen some people that say like the Rocks Pirates was a title, it was never like an official crew. Um some people think that it works like the straw hat fleet where like Whitebeard was doing his own thing, but Zebek had like Zebek would have had such a hold on him because they all had something to protect as well. That if Zebek just threatened saying, like, I will I will literally murder your children, which works for two of the three of them, um, there was like, okay, I got it. If he calls, I gotta go. Yeah. Um and that's why that crew was it was a it was more a fleet than it was this particular crew. And Zebek just kind of sailed by himself. Yeah, Big Mom had her first had Paris Pharaoh when she was 18. How old is she when she's left at adoption? Six? Seven? I know she's young as fuck. Like some stupidly young man. I, I still think she was the first mate of like she was. She was, yeah, she's younger than Whitebeard. That'd be my only argument to it. That's fine. I think Whitebeard's a monster, but I think that I don't think I'm not saying she was the most powerful on the crew. I think Whitebeard was. But I do think because she recruits Kaido or she Kaido Kaido. She conf, she comforts Kaido when he first joins the crew. Does Shiki have an age? Nope. Like, no one gives a shit about Shiki. He's got a birthday, though. Uh-oh. No motherfucking age. March 20th. Make sure you say happy birthday to Shiki. Oh, okay. Thanks. This is exciting. <laughs> this is exciting stuff, guys. Um, No, well, I just, I use the age as kind of like that would, would determine who's like in, in charge, first mate, etc. Because... Not necessarily, right? Cause... Well, the Straw Hats are weird because Robin and Brooke are and Jinbei are considerably older than everybody. They're also like three of the last four crew members or five. Um, but the the white beard kind of fits that like he's older, he's older plus the short like Zoro gets to keep second in command because he's just the second strongest person on that crew. So no one's really gonna challenge him for that spot per se. Um but Whitebeard would not only have the strength, he would also have the age part on it. So it'd be like if if Robin came into the crew and she was just immediately as strong, if not stronger than Zoro, like there'd be some competition for that second spot kind of thing. But I mean, technically, Perospero is the first mate of the Big Mom crew. Correct. Um, but he's not one of the sweet commanders. Exactly. Which is a 
their 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 crew is weird because they. I don't well, know. It's also if... like the it's also like the first mate in for Blackbeard's crew is technically considered Shiru, and not Burgess, which is what I thought. It was, but also it could have been. I feel like that was a forced one. Like that was like Shiryu took that position by force. Once again, like he took that position by force because he's I believe he's older than Burgess. And I'm assuming also oh. take away the fact Burgess's fruit now is literally just like the muscle muscle fruit. He, I think Shiryu is still stronger in I one think piece I, terms than Burgess. I look at I look at Big Mom's tactical side though, and I go, Oh, I wonder if she was and how she's like if I had just done this, I could have been king of the pirates, you know. And it's yeah, like, she wanted a giant. Yeah, she she had like an idea of how to become a king of the pirates versus like Kaido, who was just like, I'm gonna get drunk on an island. Well, she had a helper. She had a I never remember his name, but her her first chef, who has the stupidest fruit of all time, um, the guy who makes food out of anything, but it still mm. tastes like what he made it out of. But Big Mom's appetite was just like, fuck it, looks like cake, must be cake. Um. Yeah, I just like the idea that Big Mom was the, uh, the Charlotte Linlin was the, the first mate was the crutch of that crew. You know, like Rox. Oh, I think she could have. Rox, Rox might have been a monster, but like I, I look at it as like bad cop, good cop, and he was a fucking awful human being. But she was she also was the mom. She was the mom of the crew. She was Big Mom. So, and then obviously, like, she doesn't give a shit about her kids, like. Because uh, Rocks didn't really give a shit about his crew, you know. So in a tw- yeah, yeah. See, it's just I'm I'm I don't want to use this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the, uh, the 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 hidden child theory and like the really dark side of One Piece lore because um, I don't think I really want to consider it. Um, I did, however, though, and I promised I was gonna prove multiverse to you that One Piece exists in a multiverse world. This is only because of Bonnie's power. This is because of Bonnie's power and because of something Oda has drawn specifically himself. Now, I want you to Google Dark oh, I've seen this. The Dark Timeline Luffy, who is literally, yeah. he draws that exact same Luffy when Bonnie turns him into an old man. Like, ya boy, it's like, and now, and here's why multiverse, by the way, and I like multiverse. Now, it has the highest potential to go fucking straight into the ground, but its potential is really cool and with one piece i think it specifically can be cool because we already exist in a world where there's all these little like pocket dimensions depending on like these different fruits have like these different spaces and shit where other stuff already exists Mm -hmm. and luffy's kind of perfect for it because luffy don't give a fuck about no multiverse like yeah bonnie can sit there and tell him yeah, I could turn you into this version of you or this version of you. And Luffy would look her dead in the face and go, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm I'm me. These are my homies. And we going to sail. Like, I don't know what the fuck you would do over there. But Luffy don't even know how to explain himself. I, I don't know. I, I think it's a stretch. I, oh, it's, uh, I, it's, I, a, it's, I it's a thousand that, percent a stretch. But it's just, think, it's a. I figured Oda was just like having fun one day and he was like i'm gonna make a dark timeline and just like draw characters well he's done a and then bonnie bonnie tapping into like possible future where it's just like oh i'm strong you know like i don't know like 
that's a sad one. Do you notice like her possible future, her strong self is literally like, what if my dad stayed? I'd look like him. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Sweet. Poor girl. <laughs> like, she don't want to be no fucking pirate. Like, don't nobody want to really be a pirate. Everybody like that's a pirate just has some sad ass story. They're like, the world fucking sucks, but I'm strong enough to maybe do something about it. So I'm going to just start stealing and eating whatever the fuck I want. Because my parents ain't here and I hate this shit. <laughs> like, homegirl wants to be at home. Bonnie's a princess. Bonnie literally wants to be at home chilling with her dad with his fucking bare ears. <laughs> like, Bonnie don't want to. And be like, he dog. did a dark, he did dark timeline for Ace, where Ace yes. is still alive. You know, like, I, I don't know. I, no, the dark timeline shit is like, that's I think definitely it's, Oda I think, getting bored. Yeah, he's, but just, I think, he's just goofing. I think the, I think him. Like I said, I don't think he'll ever deep dive into it. It's the same shit he did with time travel. He's like, yeah. I'm using this power one time. What about it, Oda? I'm not going to talk about it with you because I don't have to. Because I'm, he's yeah. not even going to put himself in a situation where he we doesn't have to compromise the story. Go, yeah, exactly. He's like, we can't go backwards. That's how yeah. the fruit works. Yeah, You can only go to the future. Time and travel sucks. <laughs> Multiverse is not one piece. Like... And that, but it, and that's why it's cool for like those. Um, you brought up last week where it's like it, it was relevant though, and the part that matters is objects she touches are permanently altered, people are not. Yeah. And I'm assuming every person has their own, like, if uh, because there's a handful of characters, if you start reading One Piece from the very beginning, there's like I'm not gonna list them all, but there's like nine or ten characters that feel like before we really get to this point and understand hockey. If they touch you, you lose. Uh sugar from Dress Rosa was a big one. It's like, oh fuck, she touches you and it's game over. You're a doll. No one knows you. It's yeah. over. Like you're fucked. Um and Bonnie Good. also felt like that for a while. Because she could literally change people's age. The but now I'm assuming it'll work. So Lod gave us, I think, the best example of Law being a really strong character was infected for about 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Yeah, it's the it's the I call them like spell paramecias. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, if your hockey's strong enough, you can like willpower yourself out of a spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it probably works also with like dimension. Oh, a thousand percent. That's why also where it's like, oh, like uh Luffy stuck in the book realm Mm -hmm. i think they just i i don't know how like i like trapping someone in the door door fruit universe like i i can't imagine because that sounds broken you know like i push you into another dimension (laughs) Uh, i don't i don't care that you're kaido (laughs) like i feel like your conqueror's hockey rips through whatever the spell is and then like you're you're good to go and that's why only people like when they're underlings, um, they are under somebody who has that kind of power. So, like, for example, see like Bluna, for example, while Spandam didn't have Conqueror's hockey, obviously, somebody in the world government did. So, like, if 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 Bluna went on some fucking madass rampage, like they have Sengoku, who's got confirmed Conqueror's hockey, and it's like, all right, Bluno, show your shit out. Plus, I think all those spells break if the person passes out. Yeah, I don't think we've seen one that's like withstanding like fatigue. Um, and then even like sugar, though Flamingo had Conqueror's hockey, so it's like, bitch, don't touch me. 
Like I will, I will literally murder you. I don't give a fuck if you family or not. No, Doflamingo doesn't kill family. That was his one honorable thing. He said, yeah. "My family can fuck up, and I will not kill them because they're loyal." That was honorable man. He'll kill everybody yeah. else, but he won't kill. He won't kill his family. Good yeah. man. I would love someone to ask Oda, hey, I'm trying to figure out how, like, these things work. If Oda would just go, no. Like, if you you go, could Bluno beat Kaido by just leaving him? No. Well, that one I think he has. Or would it be kind of like a time-based thing? I think that... I mean, not a direct answer. I would, I would have assumed, like I said, Laws just saying that out loud was like the, hey, this the answer stuff right? always worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, if your hockey's strong enough, you can just break out of whatever devil fruit spell. Yeah, which in theory, it really it's it makes That's them pretty insane. It's what makes them the step above, but it still keeps devil fruits as like keeps them in check. Keeps well, it keeps the devil fruits in check, but also keeps it like, hey, this is a fucking terrifying power. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're and not... only, it's the same with like sea stone. Like, oh, once you like master your hockey, you can just break sea stone, and it doesn't matter if you have a devil fruit on. Like, yeah, it'll make you weak, but it doesn't weaken your hockey, so you can still break out of a sea stone cuff. Willpower's a motherfucker. Yeah, which is why I'm like, oh, ace. Ace was strong, but Ace wasn't. He didn't have that level of hockey, and that's why he had. That's why Sea Stone could hold him. He also has, which his hockey would have been drastically depleted because his will was pretty much broken. Like your boy yeah. was a he was a sad boy ready to die during that arc. Yeah, well, it was also like his his willpower definitely like his conqueror's hockey never really got a chance to flourish. The, yeah. Had, he had no ambition to like do anything except. I mean, when the big dude with us with the halberd and earthquakes, I'm like, yeah, no, you could be tr- you could be in charge. All you big dog, yeah. what you need me to do? <laughs> I will I will light a town on fire for you. Um, I'm gonna give two more quick tips here before we get out. Quick tips, yeah. quick points, yeah, quick tips. Do the um, thing. There's a it's I mean, one's funny and one's a little more serious. So the funny one is. Uh, Logius can't procreate. Um, this is a interesting thing that the internet went around this week, right. going like, "You, there's no confirmed child of a Logia user," <laughs> and they're like, right. "What if they can't procreate? Because they're an element." And I'm like, "That's a that's a that's an interesting one. That's a <laughs> I I can't see what the fuck that is. It's okay. I'm it like." It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, hello, Smoker got a kid? No. Crocodile got a kid? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think these incels fuck? No way. But paramecia motherfuckers? All day. All, day. All fucking day. All fucking day. Everybody run through Big Mom. It's just Big Mom. <laughs> no, everybody. It's the... Uh, name, another, name another paramecia mother? that's had a kid. Oh, I was gonna say name another mother that's alive. Oh yeah, that works. Stussy. Technic, yeah, yeah. Technically, if it's not a clone, it, if it's a clone, it, she's fucked. They will kill. Oda will kill her off before the series is over. 
No how moms many, are allowed to live. How many how many mothers are in this show? Um oh and the other one is um Saudi, and I thought there's actually a cool parallel, is it's how important rage is as a factor. So the the parallel line is Roger Shanks to Luffy. Roger, we've we've seen him is extremely lighthearted. We've never seen him be like we know he has serious moments, obviously, but we've never seen like we've never gotten to see them. But the line is uh Garp says it, I believe, is that when Roger was mad, it was just game over. Like he was an entirely different person. He was a demon. Um Shanks, too, to a certain degree. Uh Shanks has been mad all of twice. Um, and he ended a war and he made Green bullshit himself. Like I think his sphincter actually was ripped out of his body for about 30 seconds. And your boy was angry. And like so angry that like even though his crew would be used to his power, his crew was like, hey dog, you're doing you're doing a lot right now. Like you are you are doing the most. It's one guy. Chill the fuck out. Um and Luffy, to be fair, now because we've seen Luffy the most and we get all of the Luffy goofy moments. The times Luffy's been angry go all the way back to, uh, I'll say the first significant one is Arlong Park. Uh, he's legitimately pissed at Arlong Park, and he breaks Arlong Park very efficiently. He gets angry at the Frankie house, and he breaks the Frankie house. Um, your boy is pissed off at Eddie's lobby, and Eddie's lobby. Not, I understand the Buster Call also had something to do with that, but like, if you track Luffy's moments of rage... Um, and kind of all three of those characters is just they get angry and everything just starts breaking, which is slightly different, I guess, than um, the or yeah, I don't know if this has a moral of the story. It's more so just people are pointing out the effect of rage in One Piece when we don't consider these characters to be naturally angry. That's yeah, sucks. okay. Anything else we got in this chapter? Nah, man. We got break next week. That's a... Which, it means that in two weeks, and we're not recording next week, uh, I won't be in town. Oh, yeah, you're out of town. It works out, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm out of the country. Um, Well, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I live in California. I could be out of the country in 15 minutes. Yeah, what the fuck? I'll pick you up right now, and in 20 minutes, we'll be in another country. There you go. Hey, there you go. Um, hell, that's motherfuckers on the East Coast. It's like, damn, nigga, you out the country at twenty minutes flat. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. In New York, it's the same deal, but going the other way. It's why, fun well, fact, upstate. that has nothing to do with anime and manga. Uh, you can report kidnappings in California earlier than you can any other state, and that is because Mexico is so close that in other states, there's because there's a time limit before you're supposed to report kidnapping. In California, you are allowed to report kidnapping uh, within 15 minutes because of Mexico. Somebody kidnapping your child, throwing him in the trunk, and literally trying to cross the border and never come back is a valid reason for them to say, yeah, you say kidnapping, think somebody took your kid to Mexico? Just nah, just do it. Just fucking call 911 right now. Um, this is not legal advice. but got some, got some life experience with that or what? I, I worked at a school. We literally were told oh, there's, yeah, a, there's a rule on... <laughs> How long the child can be missing before you call 911? And they gave us this whole briefing about California specifically. Now, the, and we obviously live in Southern California. 
No, stop. we don't. We live in Michigan. Stop. I'm gonna say stop doxing us. God damn it. <laughs> I live in eastern Michigan. Um oh, in in Cal in like parts of they will tell you like I right, if you like in fucking, you know, pretty much uh if you're like at the highest point of California, yeah, niggas ain't getting to Mexico with your kid in 15 minutes. So you know, they might tell you like, all right, well, did you call everybody? But you are allowed to, you know, for that fun little information at the end there, little tidbits. We are all smarter than we were yesterday. Um, yes. Yeah. So if you get kidnapped, make sure you're in California. Otherwise, no one gives a shit. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, I mean, right, right, Gigi. Oh, Gigi, about to knock that over. Fuck you. All right, I got to go before my cat fucking breaks everything. Um, so with that team. being said, appreciate everybody for listening. Don't forget to check out the YouTube, the other shows we got here at I Talk Lot Ninety Eighty, Brambleberry, Shadow Riley on Instagram, and we will catch you guys in two weeks. Peace out, dudes.